Hey peeps, it's been a while. <laughs> I've been really busy with a lot of stuff. I'm way behind on episodes, so I'm going to try and put out as much stuff as I can over the next few weeks. Hopefully get some new audios up. But for now, we're going to at least get the previews for this month of things that are coming out in the near future, or likely in the next few months, that you can order online or pick up at your favorite comic shop or pre-order at your shop or pre-order online or whatever you want to do. But we're going to do some more graphic novel talk before we get into the previews. Just a few minutes talking about graphic novels from the past to see if you hear of any that might interest you. Starting out with Boxers and Saints. I need my glasses for this one. Yeah, that's better. It's written by art by Gene Luan Ying. Most cultures believe in some sort of superstition. Breaking a mirror brings seven years of bad luck. Stepping on a crack breaks your mother's back. A dream about fish means someone will have a baby. And putting your hat on the bed will cause sickness. For China and many other Asian countries, the number four is unlucky because its pronunciation sounds similar to death. Four? Death? I don't get it, how it sounds similar. Therefore, buildings won't label any floor with a four. Giving four of anything is avoided, and April 4th is considered extremely bad luck. I've never heard any of those. The floors that I always heard about were like number 13, number 7. In Saints, when Bibania is born on April 4th as the fourth daughter, she's immediately christened as the devil, not even worthy of a name leading her family to eventually call her Four Girl. Again, another reason to kill women back in the days. Witchcraft and all that stuff. Yeah, that makes sense. Boxers and Saints are companion graphic novels. So you can get both novels. Nice little set. They got a pretty cool looking cover set up where the two novels together make a nice little combo cover. Yeah, I'd actually like to check that one out and learn more about those beliefs that I have not heard of before. We have, oh, no, that's something else. We got some Neil Gaiman stuff going on. The Sandman preludes and nocturnes. There are tons of Sandman novels, trades, comics out there. I got quite a few. I just have not done a deep dive in them yet myself. So I know the couple that I did were really good. Kept me interested and I couldn't put down. So got Nimona, written by art by Noel Stevenson. Lord Ballister Black, Blackheart, the most fiendish villain in the kingdom, has teamed up with the shape-shifting Nimona 
to cause a reign of terror, the likes of which the world has never seen. Only Ambrosius, Golden Loin, can stop them, with the help of the institution of law enforcement and heroics, of course, and preserve peace across the land. Except that, as it turns out, Lord Ballister Blackheart's not that bad. The Institute of Law Enforcement and Heroics isn't that heroic. And Nimona's, well, complicated. <laughs> uh, looks interesting. They have a page with a few panels in it. And there's some kid following and like a knight character and all of a sudden the kid turns into a shark and <laughs> gets hired to be aboard whatever they're doing. Looks fun. You got Ghost Ghostopolis. Written by art by Doug Ten Tenapple. No one knows for sure what happens to us when we die. If we're lucky, it'll be something like Ghostopolis. So we have an entire world full of spooky undead to hang out with as ghost. Ghostopolis seems like a nice enough place to spend most of our afterlife. Or it was a nice place anyway. Lately it's been going downhill and its spectral denizens are all too eager to sneak back to Earth and cause mischief. After slovenly ghost detective Frank Gallows, that's a detective who tracks down and apprehends ghosts, not a detective who is a ghost, accidentally sends the young and alive Garth Hale to Ghostopolis, he enlists his ex-girlfriend ghost mechanic Claire Boyant. That's a mechanic who is a ghost, not a mechanic who repairs go repairs ghost, to travel to this other world to get Garth back. That one looks like a lot of fun. Yeah, a lot of good books here this week. Or this time. The last ones were pretty depressing that they were making us read, well, not making us talk about, but we were coming across. And so far, these are three for three. I'd check out all three. We got Seconds, written by Brian Lee O'Malley, art by Brian Lee O'Malley, and Nathan Fisher. How do you follow up your life's work? How can you be sure that your decisions are the right decisions? With Seconds, both protagonist Katie and author-artist Brian Lee O'Malley seem to be asking these questions, and the answer is obvious. By abusing the hell out of magic mushrooms that let you time travel. <laughs> Master chef Katie Clay crushed it with her first job at a major restaurant. Seconds by Cooking Smart. Kick-ass food everyone seems to like. Now she's ready to strike out on her own and open a restaurant that actually belongs to her instead of just being head chef at an awesome eatery. But opening a restaurant is hard, 
and there's about a zillion decisions to be made. And between her rocky new business opportunity and even rockier love life, Katie's trapped in an eternal web of self-doubt. Hell, she even second-guesses seconds, narrator, and argues with her constantly. While dealing with this existential crisis, Katie meets Liz, a house spirit with a fabulous fashion sense. Liz gives her access to a one-time ticket to time travel bill, letting her undo any single decision she's ever regretted. Of course, like any fan of fine food, Katie can't resist going back for more and continues abusing time travel until chronology is so screwed up that even the doctors, Brown and Who, would throw their hands up in the air and call it a day. Well, they had me at the beginning part, but I hate time travel. But if I came across this in a bargain bin, I would definitely pick it up and check it out. I'm going to end this here, and we'll get back, get up, well, we'll get started with the previews. Of goodies to come in the near future, right after this. It's that time again to talk about previews of comic books that are coming out in the next few months. That you can pick up at your local comic shop online or wherever you like to buy comics or pre-order them or get them when they come out or whatever you like to do. Let's get it started. Action Comics Volume 2 2023 Annual. Number one one shot by DC Comics. Nora Stone's true form has been revealed. Her gateway between worlds is opened. And the invasion of Earth has begun. As the multiverse's two most powerful families clash above Metropolis, which legacy will Otho Ra choose? Will the followers of Blue Earth defend their treacherous leader or their own home? It has all led to this. Three years of action comic storylines culminate in this pivotal, dramatic, double-sized issue. We got Adventure Man, Ghost Lights, number one by Image Comics. New story arc. When the good guys of the Golden Age come back, all their ghosts follow. Now Claire, the new adventure man, and her maybe boo, Chris, the new crossdraw kid, defend peace on Earth from a phantom empire of crime by Matt Fraction and Terry Rochelle Dodson. I mean, I don't know if any... If many people know who Adventure Man is, isn't that an older character? Adventures of Scooby-Doo. Trade paperback. Or Scooby-Doo. <laughs> it's not Scooby-Doo like the mystery. Incorporated crew, this is S-G-O-O-B-I-D-O-O. Scooby-Doo. There's Scooby-Doo. 
follows Scooby-Doo, famed canine detective, as he visits the corner store. Bingo Hall, an amusement park in a series of feeble mysteries with disappointing endings. Listen to the deafening silence of the broken television set as the wretched Sammy sits waiting for the professor, the prospector, or even his mother to call with a mission. Accompany the pitiful pooch and his humble human through a series of sad adventures in this digest-sized collection of stories. Interspersed with ketchup-flavored games and spoof advertisements. It's a full bizarre, bizarre laughs and quirky fun for all ages. It's full of bizarre laughs. So he's got like squiggly people on, or a guy looking at a mirror and he's all squiggly. And so I'm not sure if I'm say, supposed to say Scooby Doo or Scooby Doo. They got an AEW Mini Mates Deluxe Wrestling Ring playset, so they'll probably have a lot of cool AEW characters coming out. One of the most <coughs> newest, most recognizable wrestling companies out there now, and that's by Diamond Select. We got American Chop Suey graphic novel by Scout Comics. Having mastered the art of origami, Tofu the Rabbit goes on a quest to learn the secrets of perfect scrapbooking from Princess Snowpea. Along the way, he battles a trope of ninja scouts in training, mentors a wrestling bear, and tries to avoid the evil ferret. But when Tofu's rival, Dark Miso, <laughs> kidnaps Princess Snowpea for his own nefarious purposes, Tofu and his new friends must band together to pull off a daring and comedic rescue. This is a silly and charming comedy about facing new challenges with a smile on your face and not getting discouraged when the odds are against you. (laughs) That sounds kind of funny. That could be a fun little book. We got Animal Pound number one by Boom Studios. When animals grow tired of being caged, killed, and sold off, it's only a matter of time before they've had enough. When an uprising puts a pound in control of the animals, they quickly find themselves as comrades, united against everything that walks on two legs. But with this newfound power comes a sudden challenge. How best to lay the groundwork for this new democracy as they write their first constitution. Discover an epic graphic storytelling event from celebrated New York Times bestselling Eisner Award winning writer Tom King. Why do we got to give them all these long ass titles? Just say who they are. Peter Gross. King and Gross collaborate for the first time ever to bring this enduring, Orwellian allegory to life for the 21st century. We got Archie Christmas Spectacular 2023 one shot from Archie Comics. Brand new story Christmas Chaos. Christmas goes from nice to naughty. 
for Archie and his friends when Jingles and Sugar Plum are replaced by their bizarro counterparts Jangles and Sour Plum, and a cranky old version of Santa called Grumpus. All that plus more holiday hijinks. We got Archie Jumble Comics Digest number 346. Two brand new stories. First, will Jaguar be able to tighten his belt in time to save Christmas? Or is it up to Jughead and Archie? Buckle up for this one. It's sure to be a bumpy ride. Then Moose helps the gang in a holiday marathon event to benefit sight-impaired children. Co-hosted by Carla Teal, but this isn't your standard marathon. It's filled with traps and obstacles galore. We got Archie's Pep Comics trade paperback by Archie Comics. It was a series that changed comics forever, with the first showcase of everyone's favorite red-headed teen. Pep Comics is the latest cornerstone title to join the Archie Comics pre- Presents line. Originally running from the 1940 all the way into the 1980s, this title was the platform for Archie's first appearance in 1941 and introduced many of the Riverdale citizens that the world still follows over 80 years later. This collection contains the best Archie stories found in the original series, and it illustrates how the characters evolved during that run. I got a bunch of old pep comics. We got Assassin's Apprentice 2, number one. Cat wants in. Where are we at with our timer here? Yeah, we got a ways to go. I'm just gonna run out there and let him in. This is by Jordy Hauser, Ryan Kelly. Just give me a second to let the pain in the butt in. Then he'll want right back out. Come on, Dinkus. Yeah. So you need to sit out there for another hour or so. Don't know why you're coming in so early. Yeah. What you coming in so early for? You're not getting no more treats, that's for sure. All right. Assassin's Apprentice starts its second chapter here. Spring comes to the six duchies, and with it, the fearsome menace of the Red Ship Raiders. As the danger creeps ever closer to Buckle Keep, Fitz's is Fitz is given his first true mission from Shad to infiltrate the estate of a nobleman and look for any signs of treason. But an assassin's job is far from simple, and the fate of the realm may depend on if Fritz can take a life or spare one instead. Yeah, this is going to be harder to do with you laying on me, so if you don't like me moving around, then don't sit here. They are putting out uh, already, that, but it comes out a month later, but they also have the second one issue already posted. Then we have Avengers Twilight number one by Marvel Comics. 
Oh, come on. Don't tell me the computer's going to start messing up. What'd you do, cat? It's all your fault. They're not going to give us a description about that, though. So we're going to have to wait till probably the next catalog before they tell us about that, since it doesn't even come out till January. So that's a later release of, than most items in this catalog. We got Bad Kitty makes a movie graphic novel by Roaring Book Press. Kitty achieves stardom and, of course, a bit of trouble in this brand new Bad Kitty graphic novel. When Uncle Murray accidentally uploads a video of Kitty to YouTube, it goes viral and Kitty becomes a star. Kind of. Join Uncle Murray and Kitty in a bundle of Hollywood antics in this latest full-color graphic novel addition to the viral Bad Kitty series you will not want to miss. Yeah, you don't like me reaching for that? But I gotta use the mouse to turn the page. <coughs> Sorry about that. We got Batman and Scooby-Doo Mysteries Volume 3, number one by DC Comics. We're starting a third run. I love the first run. I was okay doing a second run, but I don't know if I want to get into a third run. We'll see what the stories are about. I might just pick a couple that I really want to hear what happens. But otherwise... We'll have to see. What's that on your belly? Gotta make sure you don't have a tick. Don't get all pissy. Uh, it's an on a new ongoing series. Teams up Gotham's greatest detectives with Crystal Cove's teen sleuths. The big top's the place for thrills and chills, even more so when a traveling circus is haunted. But even Scooby-Doo and the gang don't realize just how chilling it is for Nightwing. Because this is Halley's, Halley's Circus, Dick Grayson's childhood home. You can see that his parents were the big top acrobats that fell from the sky and died. Is he the one that has that story or does every Robin have that story? I'm not sure. I didn't read all their origin stories. The Nightwing character is one of my favorites out of all of them. But I don't won't be getting that one. That story doesn't really grab me. We got Betty and Veronica Jumbo Comics Digest, number 320, RG Comics. Two brand new stories. First, it's New Year's Day and Moose is on his way to... To a date with Midge. They screwed, They missed out on that. Should, should have said Moose is on the loose. Uh, I just had a reminder pop up. So I had to check what that was. But what starts out as a normal day. Leads to a snowy adventure. Then can Veronica end the year. Without breaking her last New Year's resolution. The answer could mean disaster for young Dr. Masters. Not finding much so far this, this month that's really grabbing me yet. So i got to get something in my stocking. <laughs> got Bill and Ted's Holidays trade paperback. This should, might be a fun one. A Bill and Ted tale for every occasion. 
join the dynamic duo as they brush hands with death, get down for Dia de los Muertos, and have their rockin' Christmas Eve celebration interrupted by Ghost Rufus, Charles Dickens style, collects Bill and Ted present Death, Bill and Ted's Day of the Dead, and Bill and Ted's Excellent Holiday Special. Yeah, that one I might get. Cause I didn't don't think I got any of the earlier ones. I might have got the death one, but I'll have to look and see if I have that or not. We got Black Hops Cayman America one shot. Now there is a Black Hops Damn it. <laughs> a Black Ops comic or trade that I ordered a while back and that never came through. I wonder whatever happened with that. I love how you pay prepay for all this shit and then all of a sudden you never get a bunch. Uh, so sometimes instead of getting the discounts, it might be cheaper just going to your store and buying something that catches your eye. Uh, but this is by Antarctic Press. Cute Killer Rabbit, Sexy Costumed Heroes, All Tim Lim. The independent comics crossover is finally here. Task Force 22114, codenamed Black Hops, must stop the dastardly Apex Moth and his cryptic goons from awakening a legendary creature with the help of Cayman America's nemesis, Vermilion Masquerade. It will take Black Hops, Cayman America, and Cayman Comet to co- collectively combat this cataclysmic. This is a tongue twister. Cataclysmic calamity from coming to fruition. It's a lot of C's. That's one I'll have to pick up. Since I never got my other one, at least I don't remember ever getting it. We got Blasphemous number one by Distillery Media from Inter Okay from Merca and Delfo comes a new horror comedy that only Andolfo can Andolfo can deliver. Asking the question, how many fans is your soul worth? In a world where pop stars have ascended to divinity and the masses bow in veneration to a new generation of viral super, superstars, angels and demons thrive on this exalt, exaltation and revel in the spotlight that grants them unimaginable power. Clelia, the reigning queen of pop, finds her throne shaken by a newcomer radiating with enigmatic charm. Jeez, I gotta take a break after this. As her fans waver and the public eye threatens to wander, Clelia and her demonic agent, Father Lev, are thrust into a battle for dominance on this exhilarating stage of music and mysticism. How far will they go to defend her reign and unravel the mystery of the sensational new threat? Mixing the sacred and profane, Merca Andelfo effortlessly merges the mythological urban fantasy of American gods with the sadonic wit of the good place in this brand new dark series featuring stunning visual and narrative intensity, 
set in the glittering world of pop music. Yeah, I think I'll, it's a long, long thing to read to try and suck me in. It just didn't really grab me. And I just read Rebel Girls issue one. And I think I'll stick with Rebel Girls. <laughs> that was way more fun. And this one's got quite quite the price tag on it. $9 retail? This better be a thick comic. It's got thick cover. We got a blood. Oh, that's. Oh, no. No, brother. That's not it, brother. We got Blood Oath Trade Paperback by Dark Horse Comics. 1927, New York, the peak of prohibition, Hazel Crenshaw just wants to be left alone, to tend to her farm, to care for her young sister, and to run her business. But her business is inescapably tangled up with the New York gangs that will eventually coalesce into the mafia and a new unknown partner. When the Crenshaw farm is attacked, Hazel must not only defend her home, she must cope with the realization that her flirtation with the other side of the law might also put her in the crosshairs of something else, something much more sinister. Collects Blood Oath 1 to 5. I didn't remember seeing that. That's why I put that up there. We got Blood Run number 1. By Scout Comics. For fans of Twisted Metal and Death Race, welcome to the Boneyard, folks. It's a racetrack from hell. Revving its engines with death and destruction, the most ruthless of race car drivers have come to this unholy super speedway to test their metal. There are no limits and there are no rules, but with each passing lap, the sadistic violence ratchets up another level like a child burning ants with a flamethrower. Will anyone see the checkered flag? Can anyone survive the blood run? Seen the slaughter car races many, 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 many times. I don't think you can really show me much new that's going to press me. What do we got going on here? Yeah. I had to check the football game. I thought I was watching a different game and now they're showing the other game. So yeah. must be just jumping back and forth since it's almost halftime. All right. We got, well, that's a resolicit, but blood fire. Bloodfire for God and Country number one one shot. Don't know if I've seen this before, but it's by Blood Moon Comics. I do have Bloodfire comics from the nineties, but I don't remember seeing this. The nineteen ninety three hero who took the comic book industry by storm. Bloodfire was the world's first superhero to get his powers. Due to the AIDS virus, now in the present day, the world has been swept up in a medical pandemic. 
How has this affected blood fire? And what changes have happened in the past 30 years? You'll have to read it to find out. And I guess I know now what the story's about. I'll have to check those out when I come across them. Oh, sure, I switch over to the other football game and the TV's going to shut off on me to reset itself. <laughs> oh, I'm sorry, I got it. Raspy throat, I should take a drink of water. Let's see, where are we at? And we got about five minutes left. So yeah, I'm going to take a soya water here quick. Drink it if you got it. Ah, oh, it tastes good. Nice, fresh, icy water. Got Blood Rick number one by Image Comics. Miniseries premiere. Blood Rick is angry. Confused and starving, unable to achieve success in his usual hunting grounds. He stops his way into unfamiliar woods in an attempt to feed his stomach and heal his ego. What he finds will lead him on a journey of madness, violence, fire, and blood. Alright. Yep. Bloody Dozen, A Tale of the Shrouded College, number one, by Image Comics. Miniseries premiere, Space Vampires. In this new installment of the Shrouded College, Charles Soule will Sliney's supernatural horror adventure saga. I don't understand that. Charles Soule, Will Sliney's, so that must be two different people. I'm guessing. I don't know. Three down and out astronauts are tasked with the ultimate heist, breaking a group of deadly vampires out of a space prison orbiting the sun. Apollo 13 meets Blade in this killer thriller. Hmm. Yeah, I'll wait to see how it goes. Get the trade if it does sound interesting. We got Book of Butcher, number one, one shot by Boom Studios. Guessing this is from Something is Killing the Children. Leading into the fifth anniversary of Something is Killing the Children and building on last year's Book of Slaughter, Maxine Slaughter steps into the spotlight in her journey from white to black, black mask. With New Orleans as her destination, what will Maxine uncover about House Butcher? And what will she learn about herself in the process? The award-winning best-selling creative team, James Tinney and the Fourth and Werther Del Adera, unleashed their only first issue of 2023 and set the stage for year five of the Slaughterbirds. <clears throat> By looking at the cover, it looks like Gold Mask is the next mask. <laughs> Alright, we got Borealis, number one, by Dark Horse Comics. From screenwriter Mark Ver Ver Verhaden and Aaron Douglas and Cliff Richards comes Borealis, a bone-chilling supernatural thriller. Winter nights last month's 
temperatures can hit 70 below, alcohol is illegal, and something mysterious is emerging from the remote ice. Welcome to the isolated Gina. Alaska and a world of bad memories for state trooper Siliak. Sil Osha. After 13 years away from Gina, Ginu, or Quinu, however you want to say it, Sil is pulled back to investigate a series of brutal murders only to face a dark past and her frightening connection to deadly legends. That doesn't doesn't give me enough info and no names are weird. We got uh, oh, eh, eh, all ongoing there. We got Charred Remains number one by Mad Cave Studios. A dark entity made of fire, smoke, and ash, the fireman, blazes through a young girl's home, killing her entire family. Amy Durant swears she saw this supernatural creature, but no one ever believed her. Unfortunately, these past fears reignite a decade later as her city goes up in flames. With no one else to rely on, Amy is forced to battle both past trauma and face and the face of the inferno. fiery ghost story it sounds like and then there's a cih marble man bark one shot by aardvark vanaheim uh, the days we place aside to be lazy at the end of the year comes come the one comic book that will take you until 2024 to actually finish reading an exhaustive, exhausting recap of the history of just about every time somebody wrapped a shoddy costume on a blank human canvas and called it Captain Marvel. This is the only comic book published in 2023 that will answer your most important Captain Marvel, Marvel Man, Miracle Man, Miracle Man Bark ownership questions. Can't stand that man bark and I'm running out of time, so if that interest to you you can check out the rest of that but i will end this here and i'll get back with more stuff soon all right back to more goodies that are coming out in the future we got cradle of filth her ghost in the fog number one one shot i think they had a comic last month too I think so, because I think I ordered a blank cover for it, a sketch cover. In the ruined halls of the Maledictus Athenaeum lie occult histories, sealed records, and cursed artifacts. This unholy archive explores the far corners of Cradle of Phil's musical legacy, inspired by their albums and songs such as Bathory Aria, Cruelty and the Beast, King in the Woods, and darkly, darkly, Venus Aversa. This captivating journey delves into a vast universe of ageless vampires, mythical creatures, vengeful gods, and the enigmatic figure of Lilith. Within these hidden vaults, stories and poems come to life, penned by all-star roster of comics talent and accompanied by lavish paintings, 
Step inside the walls of Cathy's castle, where the Countess Elizabeth Bathory sheds virgin blood, and journey under the mesmerizing moon in the hymn to its beauty personified by the celestial huntress Diana. Amidst the echoes of anguish and ecstasy, discover tragic romances and delve deep into the darkly poetic and haunting world of Cradle of Filth's musical legacy. Hmm. Might have to get that one too. Well, actually, okay, never mind. I might have it. <laughs> it's, it says resolicited. I did not see that at first, but that's by Opus Comics. This one I'm looking forward to. We got Creature Commandos present Frankenstein, Agent of Shade, book one trade paperback by DC Comics. Before James Gunn's highly anticipated Creature Commandos animated series debuts, Oh, wow. I, want I can't wait to see that. Get to know the team's resident undead sword-swinging sword power hitter, Frankenstein. In this collection of stories from Comics All-Stars, Grant Morrison, Jeff Lemire, Doug Mankey, and Alberto Ponticelli. Book one of this two-volume collection reprints the entire Seven Soldiers Frankenstein limited series Plus Frankenstein, Agent of Shade, number one to seven. That is awesome. I will have to get that. All right. We got Creep Show Holiday Special 2023, number one, one shot. That's cool that they're bringing out a little one shot for the holidays for Creep Show. This is by Image Comics. Creep Show is here to put the fear in your cheer. You've heard of Santa, you've heard of Krampus, but have you ever heard of the Christmas Man? Witness the birth of a new horrifying holiday classic from Daniel, Don't Call Me Santa Claus, The Shape of Water, and Jolly Jonathan Wayshack from Skin Crawl. Then, jovial James Asmuth and lively Letizia Kadonik Deliver a cautionary tale about stealing the wrong parcel in Package Thief. Yeah. That should be a good one. The Creep Show run two volumes have been a blast. We're on the second volume now. And I have yet to see the Hobo Max show. I'm looking forward to it someday. Fans of Critical Role, you got Critical Role, Tales of Alexandria 2, Artigan, number one, by Dark Horse Comics. The powerful and mischievous, mischievous Archfrey, Artigan, also known as The Traveler, finally gets his day in court, which is the last thing he wanted. But since he's here, he's happy to tell the seely and unseely courts how he's graced the material realms with his knowledge and mentorship. But there are witnesses who may have a different take, and the consequences could be dire. Written by Sam Maggs, artist Aviv Orr, and colorist Chris Petersburg, Peter Bring, you a uh, Peter Bring, <laughs> you a fabulous new story from the world of. Alexandria, 
created in consultation with the cast of the of Critical Role. Hopefully, the story in the books written better than this. Cause there's at least three spots where two words are crammed together, <laughs> no space between, and I'm trying to figure them out. All right. Got curse words, the whole damn thing compendium trade paperback, which one of my friends from the club wants to do a curse words uh, review. So this would get me the whole thing. Let's see, not a bad price. Let's see what we got here. From the creative team that brought you 8 billion genies, here at last from Charles Soule. And Ryan Brown, curse words. The whole damn thing is the complete collection of the magical, hilarious, oddly moving story of an evil wizard named Wizard, his talking koala sidekick, Margaret, and their journey to be good, or at least slightly less bad. In this dark, unforgiving world of ours, collects all 28 issues originally published by Image Comics, and the previously unpublished full-length epilogue issue, Curse Words Afterwards. This is the definitive collection of the series that Joe Hill calls a terrific, terrific comic. Curse Words number 1 to 28, and Curse Words Afterwards epilogue special. So yeah, that's only comes out to about a buck a comic if I pre-order. I think I might have to do that. Now we will have that those podcast episodes coming out soon. I don't know if I get that in here or once I get it in here. We got Curses Graphic Novel by Drawn and Quarterly. In the two decades since Curses first hit the shelves, River at Night cartoonist Kevin Hozanga has taken his rightful place on a short A-list of comics experimentalists. The short stories collected herein confront the textures of mortality in unique and peculiar ways. Central character Glenn Genghis is a seemingly middle-class suburbanite whose blank-eyed wonderment at the everyday brings together diverse aspects of our world. We got Daredevil Gang War number one. That's the big thing that's come, big Marvel event that's happening next is the whole gang war thing. The heat is on and it's Hell's Kitchen. Electra Nachios, former assassin turned Daredevil, has been recruited by the amazing Spider Man to stop New York City from tearing itself apart as every mobster and supervillain in town go to war. And Electra is the only thing standing in the way of Hell's Kitchen Annihilation at the hands of dangerous new gang, the Heat, whose violent schemes from the pages of Daredevil unfold. Yeah, I just don't get into the gang war storyline, but that one doesn't sound too bad. They got number two. Lined up right after that, but they are still a month apart. Uh, They got Darkwing Duck, Justice Ducks, from Dynamite Entertainment. Darkwing Duck is teaming up, whether he likes it or not. Foes of evil, 
enemies of justice. To the mighty heroes of the Justice Ducks, all bad guys are a total bummer and must be taken down. Even if said battles are from outer space. In this thrilling maiden issue, flying saucers descend from the skies to maybe wreak possible havoc upon the mostly innocent citizens of St. Canard. All that's stopping these aggressive alien agitators is stigma, Gizmoduck, Neptunia, Morgana, and most important, in his opinion, Darkwing Duck. This is done by Roger Landridge Landridge, and Carlo Loara. Uh, Let's see, the latest chapter in the ongoing saga. Sorry, that's my wife messaging me. She's in another country. (laughs) She's in another state. (laughs) Uh, The latest chapter in the ongoing saga of St. Canard's web-footed wonders is surely destined for greatness, just like Dee Dee himself. All right, I'm going to end this here. Because the wife is nagging me to do a Zoom call. So I will get back to you with more stuff soon.